Well, in the grace, mercy, and peace of our loving Lord Jesus Christ, I want to welcome each and every one to our service of worship and celebration this Sunday morning. It's going to be a little bit of a different service as we tried to prepare you for uh, earlier the last couple of weeks, but it's going to be a good time of gathering together, of hearing story, worship in song as we come and worship our God. First, just a few family matters to look after. Uh, First of all, I want to welcome anybody who's visiting with us this morning, and uh, just to know you, get to know you better, have a record of your visit, there's a visitor's card in the pew in front of you. We would really appreciate if you just fill that out and then turn it in at the Welcome Center in the, the gym during the Stanley Park Cafe. Now, last uh, Sunday, Pastor Gary introduced the Christianity Explored prayer card to you, and he invited you to pick one up and then to prayerfully consider the five people that you would like to list on that card whom you are going to commit to pray for, commit to pray for their salvation, commit to pray for their involvement, hopefully, in Christianity Explored, and in doing so, pray for their, their salvation. So, uh, we, the, the prayer cards are also available at the Welcome Center. Be sure you pick these up. The actual campaign will be running from October 11th to the last Wednesday of, uh, of November. So, it'll be during that time period. But over the summer now, we want to be much in prayer for the campaign and specifically for people that we have listed. Now, Pastor Gary and his family are on vacation until September 5th. But if you have any pastoral needs or or any concerns, please just contact myself or Pastor Peter or just simply call the office uh, during office hours and we'll do our best to fill his very large shoes, okay? Uh, They are big. And the pre-service prayer group, we're continuing to meet, and we will be meeting at 9.15 every Sunday morning, 9.15 to 9.45 over in my office on that side of the building there. And uh, anybody's welcome to come. If you can only spend five minutes, that's fine, or you can spend the entire half hour with us, that's great as well. Well, following this morning's service, uh, be sure to join us in the SPBC Cafe. Enjoy a cup of coffee. Come spend some time. Why not find somebody you haven't talked to before or somebody that you haven't talked to for a long time and get to, get to meet them, talk again, uh, reacquaint yourselves, and enjoy some wonderful fellowship as we, as we enjoy our SPBC Cafe. Now, I'm, normally this is when I say I'm going to turn it over to the worship team, but I'm not this morning, Joed. Instead, I'm going to invite you to, uh, in a moment, to stand. As I mentioned uh, in our Family Matters uh, moment last Sunday, our service is going to be different this morning and, uh, than what we typically experience. And as, you, as we are going to center our worship around the singing of hymns, perhaps older hymns and songs of the faith, might even use that hymn book, you know, although all the words will be up on the screen as well. And uh, we'll hear three different people share just a little part of their stories, their faith stories with us. And this is often referred to as a testimony and hymn sing type of service. So it'll be a little more relaxed, maybe not quite as formal uh, as, as usual. But to begin with, I'm going to invite you to stand, if you're able to, and join together in a responsive call to worship. So you read the congregation part, which Mandy's put in yellow there, and I'll read the other part there. Responsive reading together. 
All glorious God, in our worship we give you thanks, for in your Son, Jesus Christ, you have given... You chose us before the world was made to be your holy people without fault in your sight. You have set us free by his blood and you have forgiven our sins. You have given us your Holy Spirit the seal and the pledge of our inheritance. All praise and glory be yours, O God, for the richness of your grace, for the splendor of your gifts, for the wonder of your love. Please remain standing. We'll be singing our first hymn. If you're going to use your hymn book, it's number 510 in your hymnal. And Joette's going to come and lead us in Jesus is all the world to me. Jesus is all the world to me, my life, my joy, my all. He is my strength from day to day, without him I would fall. When I am sad, to him I go. No other one can cheer me so. When I am sad, he makes me glad. He's my friend. Jesus is all the world to me, my friend in trial sore. I go to him for blessings and he gives them more and more. He sends the sunshine and the rain. He sends the harvest gold. Jesus is all the world to me, and true to him I'll be. Oh, how could I this friend deny when he's so true to me? Following him, I know I'm right. He watches o'er me day and night. Following him by day and night, he's my friend. Jesus is all the world to me. I want no better friend. I trust him now. I'll trust him when life's fleeting day shall end. Beautiful life with such a friend. Beautiful life that has no end. 
eternal life, eternal joy. He's my friend. Amen. You can turn now, if you're using your hymnal, to number 67. Number 67, the love of God. The love of God is greater far than tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond the highest star and reaches to the lowest hell. The guilty pair bowed down with care. God gave his son to win. His erring child he reconciled and pardoned from his sin. Oh, love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong. It shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. When years of time shall pass away and earthly thrones and kingdoms fall, when men who hear refuse to pray on rocks and hills and mountains call, God's love so sure shall still endure all measureless and strong, redeeming grace to Adam's race. The saints and angels' song. Oh, love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong. It shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. Could we with think the ocean fill and were the skies of parchment made? Were every stalk on earth a quill and every man a scribe by trade? To write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry. Nor could the scroll contain the whole, though stretched from sky to sky. Oh, love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong. It shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. Oh, love of God, how rich and pure, how measureless and strong. It shall forevermore endure the saints and angels' song. Amen. You may be seated. Now, this is the part where things get a little tricky. So, choir, I think it's time for you to start making your way up here. The next couple of hymns that we're going to be singing are going to be led by our newly formed Wednesday morning prayer group choir.
One of the highlights of my week is the Wednesday morning prayer group, and we have a wonderful time of prayer and Bible study together every Wednesday morning, and anybody who's free is more than welcome to come and join us. But we also spend time singing songs, and when you get a number of people who are maybe a little older in age, you know, like me, then we like to sing the hymns, the great hymns of the church, the hymns that we have known and loved for so long. So I asked them that I thought, you know what, it would be great if we could have them lead us in a couple of hymns this morning. So they've agreed to do this, and we called Judy Martin out of retirement. Remember, Judy used to lead the choir here at Stanley Park. I used to be a part of that choir, so was Andre, so was Ron, so were a number of the folks who are in this present choir as well. So we're delighted to have Judy um, leading us as well. We're going to do our best uh, at this, but we can also have you guys help out with singing any of the words that happen to be up on the screen too. You're more than welcome to join us. And between the two hymns, and Judy, I forgot to tell you this part, I'm going to read a couple of verses of scripture, okay? <laughs> so just so we know what we're doing, we'll do it that way. But this is our Wednesday morning prayer group choir. They'll be singing, first of all, Oh, that will be glory for me, and then we'll be going on to victory in Jesus. Well, music is a wonderful thing, isn't it? Everybody can say what they feel in their hearts through music, and that's what we're doing today, the, the group of us here, and we are going to ask you to join in on the chorus. Join in on the chorus with us. When I turn around to look at you, it's your turn. And you may stand up. And if you want to get your hymn book ready, if you're looking in the hymn, no, it's, the first one is, Oh, That Will Be Glory For Me. And it's number 539. It will be on the, on the back here, on the, if, unless I'm too tall that you can't see it. <laughs>
good. That's for the Lord. Not bad for two practices, huh? It's been great to be able to do this. But, you know, when we were practicing, we, somebody noticed that between the two hymns in our hymn book, there actually is a passage of Scripture that's written. And it made, us, it made me think that we need to listen to the Word of God as before we sing this next song. So I want to read to you from 1 Corinthians 15, verses 51 through 57. Hear now and receive the Word of our God. But let me reveal to you a wonderful secret. We will not all die, but we will be transformed. It will happen in, the, in a moment, in the blink of an eye, when the last trumpet is blown. For when the trumpet sounds, those who have died and be raised to life forever. And we who are living will also be transformed. For our dying bodies must be transformed into bodies that will never die. Our mortal bodies will be transformed into immortal bodies. Then... When our dying bodies have been transformed into bodies that will never die, the scripture will be fulfilled. Death is swallowed up in victory. O oh, death, where is your victory? O oh, death, where is your sting? For sin is the sting that results in death, and the law requires sin its power. But thank God, he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. Victory in Jesus. Again, in the choruses, we'd like you to sing with us. It's number 539. If you'd like to use your hymnal, it's also up here. So do, I'll, I'll let you, I'll go like this and you'll be singing. <laughs> It is a problem to want to see those. That's why I'm standing over too. Okay? All right. Victory in Jesus. There you go. Victory in Jesus. I heard an old, old story. How a Savior came from glory. How he gave his life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. I heard about his groaning and his precious blood atoning. And then I repented of my sin and won the victory. So listen and be ready to sing.
Can we thank God once again for this beautiful choir this morning? Beautifully sung. Thank you so much. Uh, at this time, we're just going to sing uh, Jesus Loves Me as we prepare to dismiss our children to Bible Town and as we pre prepare to pray for the offering. Uh, we'll sing together, uh, Jesus Loves Me, This I Know. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. I love Jesus, does he know? Have I ever told him so? Jesus loves to hear me say that I love him every day. Yes, I love Jesus. Yes, I love Jesus. Yes, I love Jesus. I'll tell him every day. Let's take a moment now and let's uh, pray for over our children. And also we're going to commit the offerings that have been given this week. Uh, as you can see on the screen, there's a few ways that you can give. Uh, if you're giving today, and thank you for all of those that have already given and that have been faithfully giving, uh, thank you for that, and thank you for blessing uh, the Lord's work in that way. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your goodness and for your faithfulness. Thank you for our children, the gift that they are to us. Thank you, Lord that they can be here and hear about you. And thank you for Bible Town, where they can know more about Jesus and get to know him more each and every week. Lord, I pray your blessing over them as they go to Bible Town today. I pray for their teachers, that you would fill them with your spirit of wisdom and patience. And I pray that you give them just the right words to say and exactly what our children need to hear today. And Lord, I thank you that you've blessed us with every spiritual blessing. Thank you for blessing us beyond what we know. You've done so much for us. Some things we are aware of. Some things we don't even know. Thank you for being faithful to us even when we are not to you. Thank you for remaining the same. And Lord, our offerings that we give are in response to your goodness. We give a portion of what you've given us, because it, but in fact, you're worthy of it all. And so we pray that you would receive the, uh, our, what we have given this week as worship to you. And we pray that these offerings would represent our lives that we give over to you, all that we are and all that we have. We pray that you would use what we've given for your kingdom and for your glory. And it's in Jesus' name we pray and we give thanks. And God's people said...
Amen, children. Thank you for joining us for the first part of this service. And thank you for singing with us. And now you are dismissed to Bible Town. Have a great time. In the meantime, I want to invite everybody once again, if you're able, to stand as we sing this next song. It is uh, number 505 in your hymn books, Love Lifted Me. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. From the waters lifted me, now safe am I. Love lifted me, love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me, love lifted me, love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. All my heart to Him I give, ever to Him I'll cling. In His blessed presence live, ever His praises sing. Love so mighty and so true, merits my soul's best songs faithful loving service to to him belongs love lifted me love lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me love lifted me love lifted me when nothing else could help love lifted me souls in danger look above jesus completely saves he will lift you by his love out of the angry waves he's the master of the sea billows his will obey he your savior wants to be be saved dude come on sing it loud love lifted me love
Love lifted me. Love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. This time I'm going to invite you to join with me in prayer, if you would. Let's bow in prayer. Father, this morning as we've been lifting hymns of praise and worship to your holy name, we've been reminded yet once more of the amazing work that you do in the hearts and the lives of people, ordinary people, sinners, every one of them, saved by your amazing grace. And in a few moments, we will hear small pieces of some of the stories of the people of our own church. Thankful that you are the master storyteller and that your story is the greatest story ever told. And even more amazingly, that it is a part of our lives and we are a part of the greatest story of all time. Help us to listen, but more importantly, help us to understand that merely the living of our lives as your children is to enter into that eternal story. Help us to live our stories well. Help us to realize all of the amazing things that you have done and continue to do for us day by day. Father, help us to share that story. As we ponder the names of the people that you might have us invite to Christianity Explore and for the campaign this fall, touch our hearts, bring to our minds, impress upon them the names of those that you want us to, to choose to pray for and to choose to witness the truth of Jesus Christ to. Not just the names, but the people who need to know Jesus. People who need to be introduced to you, to know you, to experience your love, your grace, your mercy for themselves. Lay that need upon our hearts, and may your spirit begin even now of convicting their hearts and minds to the need that they have. We readily admit that our hearts are deceptive and our minds often betray us. Our wills wander away from you and from all that is good and right. Forgive us, O oh God. Forgive us when our hearts and minds become proud and full of ourselves, when our desires lead us into doing the very things we know have no place in our lives, the very things that, that you, Jesus, died for. We truly are a needy people, needing to be cleansed for the sins that we've committed against you and for the things that we know we should have done but didn't do. Forgive us, O oh God. Help us to walk in the ways of Jesus and in the goodness of the life that he lived as he, is as he so unselfishly gave of himself. Cleanse, restore, fill us anew with the joy and peace that only comes from being in a right relationship with you. As we sing this morning, we sing a new song to the Lord, O my soul. Let the whole earth sing. Let the whole earth be his people. Father, we come with thanksgiving on our lips, gratitude flowing out of our hearts, streaming toward heaven itself, 
For where would we be, ever be, if it had not been for you, doing for us what we could never do for ourselves? Father, as you so well, very well know, there is so much that is wrong in this world that causes us anxiety and fear and, and deep sadness in spite of the good news of Jesus you have given to us. Help us to find hope in the hopelessness of the age we live in, peace in the wars that are being fought, joy in the sorrows people are living through, even as we ask that you would receive our thanks for all that is right and good, proper and radiant with hope. Be with those who are suffering today, those who are physically, mentally, emotionally, and yes, even spiritually in pain and distress, all needing to know your healing touch afresh. We ask that you would be the God who is there for the sick, dealing with bodies that are failing and even dying. We pray for those needing to experience the healing hand of Jehovah Rapha yet once more. You know each one of them by name, just as you know the healing that they need to experience. We think of those who are dealing with bodies that are aging and the limitations and, and yes, the indignities that often accompany us as we get older. Yet we are ever thankful for every year and every moment of life, for it is another opportunity to experience your story in its telling. And yet, O oh God, with the passing of time, there is often yet another loss. And this morning we think of those who are grieving those who have lost loved ones. We are so saddened to hear of, of Gerhard's brother passing away yesterday in Germany. We pray for them, Father. We pray for those who are mourning, those who are suffering, those who are, who are just needing to be touched by you afresh. Do your work. Touch hearts. Wipe tears. Thankfully, we know that we are not created to live this present life forever. No, you are reserving our place in the, the, the forever place of eternity, and we thank you for that. But here in the now, we live with death and loss, and, and we grieve, even for those whom we know have entered their eternal glory. And that's because we simply miss them. So, Father, we do pray for those who are grieving loss, those who are hurting. And now, dear Lord, help us to be attentive as we listen to the stories, some of the stories that have been being written over the years of lives, and continue to sing some of the great hymns of the faith. Remind us afresh of your everlasting and abiding love, so that we might be faithful in living our part of the greatest story ever told. We ask for this, these things all in Jesus' strong and, and most beautiful name. Amen. Stories. Well, ever since the beginning of time, people have told stories. Because most people love hearing stories. You know, stories can be very powerful. Stories have the ability of transporting the listener into another time, another place. Stories can grip and hold the attention of, yes, even a toddler, right up to the most wonderful age of 100 plus. Stories, they can cause anger to flare up. They can cause tears to flow. They can be long. They can be short. 
Stories can be just told just for the sheer fun of it, or they can be used to powerfully teach meaningful lessons and great truths. Someone once put it this way, if a picture is better than a thousand words, a story is better than a million. Jesus told stories. In fact, I think we can safely say that it was his favorite form of preaching. It's Matthew that records that Jesus did not say anything to them without using a parable. And that's what a parable is. It's an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. Jesus always told stories. And today, the best preachers are the ones who can tell a good story as it is interwoven into the very heart of the text of the message. I love to think of God as being the greatest storyteller ever. Have you ever thought of that? His word attests to the power of his stories. It starts right off with that wonderful story of creation. And I like to think of the word history is really a contraction of two words. His story. History, right? His story. It's God's story that is being told. And, and that's what a testimony is. A testimony is, is telling a part of God's story. Just a small part. Just a chain link in a, link, in a chain link fence. I was teaching uh, at the um, lay pastor school up in Listowel back a number of years ago. And that weekend, happened, uh, Cherub happened to decide to come along with me. But uh, instead of going to a billet, we decided we'd take a, a B&B. So she had booked this B&B, and we got into the door. We weren't even in the door five minutes. And, the, and our host was asking us, uh, is there some connection that Cherub had, had sent uh, the, uh, the reservation request on Emmanuel Bible College, uh, her, her website there? Well, she hadn't thought of that, but uh, anyway, she just did that because she was at work and had booked it that way. And so we told him yes, and so I explained what I was doing there. And he was telling me that he and his wife had just become Christians, just, uh, just maybe a couple years ago. So naturally, I asked the question, well, what church do you go to? And that caught him a little off guard, and then he, he said one of the things that has always stuck with me and will always probably be with me all the time. He said, well, you know, we don't go to the church where we were saved. We go to another church now. But he said, all along, throughout our lives, because both my wife and I were saved when we were in our 30s, there were people who have a part in our salvation. And he described it as a link in a chain link fence. And every link was, had to be just as strong as the other links in order to make that fence strong. It's not just the moment of salvation, but every part of a story. We all live stories. And sometimes as a pastor, I get to hear some of those stories. And that happened one day about last year, back when Gary was on his sabbatical, and we had somebody come to the door who wanted to talk to the pastor. Well, I guess I was the pastor, so, so we invited her in. She came into my office, and she sat and told me some of her story. Jacqueline has been coming to the church since, and she has uh, uh, agreed to share some of her story with us this morning. And I want us to hear the part of the story that she has to say, because hers is just one of those links, again, in this great, big, beautiful story 
that God is writing, which is the history that we also claim. So Jacqueline, you come and, uh, and tell us your story now, okay? I'm going to help you here with uh, this thing here. Good morning, everyone. Just give me a minute. <laughs> it is an honor to be here to share my testimony. Um, if I stood here and said all of it, I'd be here all night. So <laughs> I have broken it down. I just want to say, dear Jesus, first of all, I want to thank you for blessing me with an earthly father who loved and believed in your word and loved you. Because of that, my father took me to church every Sunday. I was about four or five. And he got up every Sunday, and he was Catholic. And... Uh, I was young, I didn't know everything, and every Sunday I get up and I say, Daddy, are we going to the up and down church today? He say, yes we are. <laughs> okay. So I knew exactly where I was going every Sunday. <laughs> <clears throat> Through the years, I grew also to love you, Lord, and lean on your promises. in my Bible. Jesus, you love for me, brought me through so many dark times and many valleys. As for instance, my birth, weighing one pound, 13 ounces, and I'm still here. All the years, the people that I was supposed to trust abused me for many years. As a little girl in kindergarten, there was a young man that waited for me every day and molested me every day on my way home from school. Because I was so premature, I ended up with a lot of scarred lung tissues and so forth, and Sometimes I am on oxygen, and most times I can be off, only because of the Lord. Even my doctors are saying, we don't know what's going on, but it's a miracle. And that's when I share, I believe, and I pray. God is the reason why. So many dark times. And the people that were supposed to be true to me, lied to me an awful lot, a lot of confusion, and so much more. Jesus, if you had not died on that cross, for me, yes, for me, Jacqueline, I would have committed suicide a long, long time ago. 
and I would not be standing here today sharing your love for me and to others. I try to live for Jesus each day and spread his love to others. I continue to remember Ephesians 6, 10 to 17, to keep the whole armor of God upon me while waiting for his return. I thank the Lord so much for all he's done. Now when I look back, he has really carried me a long ways. There is a God, and uh, I am so grateful to him. Jesus, I can't wait for your return. Love your daughter, Jacqueline. And I invite you to sing uh, these words from uh, number 56 uh, in your hymnal. Uh, and the words are also on the screen. Day by day, and with each passing moment, strength I find to meet my trials here, trusting in my Father's wise bestowment. I have no cause for worry or for fear. Let's sing that together. Day by day, and with each passing moment, strength I find to meet my trials here. Trusting in my Father's wise bestowment, I've no cause for worry or for fear. He whose heart is kind beyond all measure Gives unto each day what he deems best Lovingly it's part of pain and pleasure Mingling toil with peace and rest Every day the Lord himself is near me with a special mercy for each hour. All my cares he fain would bear and cheer me. He whose name is Counselor and Power. The protection of his child and treasure is a charge that on himself he laid. As your days, your strength shall be in measure. This the pledge to me he made. Help me then in every tribulation so to trust your promises, O Lord, that I lose not faith's sweet consolation. 
offered me within your holy word. Help me, Lord, when toil and trouble meeting, ere to take as from a father's hand. One by one, the days, the moments fleeting, till I reach the promised land. Amen. Well, we have another story uh, this morning, uh, another story of God working. Um, and uh, I want to turn it over now to our brother John Badham, who will uh, share uh, his testimony of how God has worked in his life. Thank you, Joe. And good morning to everyone, my sister. Great joy giving your, your testimony. You see before you a man whose life was significantly changed because of two years starting in 1956 in Her Majesty's Royal Air Force. I wasn't thrown into a pit like Joseph. But I was taken from all that I loved and held dear and thrown into a situation which was completely foreign to me. Unfortunately, I was quite resentful, but retrospect has shown me the hand of God on my life. Using the ministry of Sazra, which is called Soldiers and Airmen's Scripture Readers Association, I saw in the lives of the young men who were with me meeting regularly to study and discuss the Bible, a difference which eventually led to my own acceptance of the Lord Jesus Christ into my heart. So, love and grace was demonstrated to one who had no understanding of his need. Returning to my hometown, I very quickly connected to a local Baptist church, a church where the pastor was also a full-time teacher. Can you believe that? My goodness me. Can you imagine it, such a situation today? <laughs> I'm appreciative of the fact of the basic biblical theology which I came under. Also, the spillover from the Graham Crusades, which had been happening in London at that time. Although I was unaware of the significance of Keswick and Martin Lloyd-Jones 
They were nearby influences. These all had an impact on those formative years of my growth as a young Christian. The words of the hymn, since I started for the kingdom, since my life he controls, since I gave my heart to Jesus, the longer I serve him, the sweeter he grows, have more relevance in the challenges of what we call the twilight years. Maybe because I take his word more literally and so experience the refreshing and overwhelming joy that he bestows and that each day is heaven like heaven on my heart and overflows. What my generation were led to believe was that we were in the process of making the kingdom of heaven now. How wrong we were. We lacked wisdom and godliness. We pursued the infamous philosophy, I'm okay, you're okay. Today, there is a new generation and I'm thrilled. They are connected to the everlasting Father, his Son, the Prince of Peace, and the Holy Spirit. I love being connected to the Lord Jesus Christ. There is a special challenge today Psalm 2 describes the world we live in, but I'm very much taken by the picture of God laughing, just like Harold Watson, <laughs> in almost a raucous way at those who believe they themselves to be God. The decision to emigrate to Canada in 68 was not steeped in prayer. Although, but the truth, all things work together for those that love God applies to all his children. Great things are happening to the body of Christ. James 3.17 is something special to me today. But the wisdom which is from above is first pure, peaceable, I have a real problem with being like that, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. May God, in his wonderful kindness 
and love continue to bless us all for his glory. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen to that. It is uh, so good to hear from one of our founding members of this church, and it's uh, just so great to hear um, that testimony of how God worked in, in his life um, and an encouragement to the uh, present generation uh, to remain connected to the Lord. Um, he mentioned to me a, a song that is not an old hymn, but a newer one. And we're going to sing it right now. Um, it's called, Yet Not I, But Through Christ in Me. So we're going to sing this uh, together. And uh, let's be blessed as we do that. What gift of grace is Jesus my Redeemer? There is no more for heaven now to give. He is my joy, my righteousness and freedom, my steadfast love, my deep and boundless peace. To this I hold, my hope is only Jesus, for my life is wholly bound to His. Oh, how strange and divine, I can sing all is mine, yet not I, but through Christ in me. The night is dark, but I am not forsaken. For by my side, the Savior, He will stay. I labor on in weakness and rejoicing. For in my need, His power is displayed. To this I hold, my shepherd will defend me. Through the deepest valley he will lead. Oh, the night has been won, and I shall overcome, yet not I, but through Christ in me. No fate I dread, I know I am forgiven. The future sure, the price it has been paid. For Jesus bled and suffered for my pardon. And he was raised to overthrow the grave. To this I hold, my sin has been defeated. 
Jesus now and ever is my plea. Oh, the chains are released, I can sing. I am free, yet not I, but through Christ in me. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. With every breath, I long to follow Jesus. For he has said that he will bring me home. And day by day, I know he will renew me. Until I stand with joy before the throne. To this I hold, my hope is only Jesus. All the glory evermore to Him. When the race is complete, still my lips shall repeat, yet not I, but through Christ in me. When the race is complete, still my lips shall repeat, yet not I, but through Christ in me. Yet not I, but through Christ in me. Yet not I, but through Christ in me. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. We have uh, one more uh, testimony today. The Lord's story in the life of our brother Adam Padfield. So I'm going to invite him up right now and share um, what the Lord has done in his life. Good morning. Uh, the hymn, It Is Well, has always been a favorite of mine, and um, it particularly became uh, a lot more close to my heart uh, about 10 years ago. When I was younger, I had a decent relationship with my dad. He used to come to my baseball games and even coach our team. We had many fond memories together, and as I entered into my preteen to teenage years, things began to change. I started to notice his flaws more and more and began to judge him in my heart. He was quite an eccentric guy and tended to rub some people the wrong way. I started having less patience for him and began to occasionally act disrespectful toward him. Unfortunately, I remember asking my friends, what do you think of your dad? Do you like him? They would say, yeah, my dad rocks. You know, we do lots of things together. And then they would ask me what I thought of my dad and I respond, "Mm, yeah, he's all right. Little did I know that these judgments in my heart were clouding the way I saw him. I remember being angry about something, and he said, Adam, I just installed a dishwasher last night. Doesn't that matter? I didn't respond in kindness. My heart was not in a good place. After high school, I decided to attend the School of Ministry in Toronto. I began to learn about judgment, forgiveness, and healing. I suddenly realized how much I had damaged our relationship um, with, with what was happening in my heart. Sometimes verbally, 
oftentimes non-verbally. I knew I had to see him, and the Holy Spirit was convicting me. I called him and I said, Dad, can you please come to Toronto? We really need to talk. He said, sure, Adam, I'd love to. Shortly after, he and my, my mom came to Toronto. I remember getting in the room and just pouring out my heart to him. I apologized for all the things I had said, all the judgments I had against him. We talked for a long time. As the tears flowed out of me, I said, he said, it's okay, Adam. I love you. I forgive you and thank you. As we were talking, it's like scales fell from my eyes. I began to feel a love and compassion for him that I hadn't felt in years. I knew that God had done a miraculous work in my heart and our relationship would never be the same. A few years later, I left for school. I left the school of ministry. And when I got home, I didn't really know what to do. Dad suggested I try real estate like him. I didn't think that I'd be very, very good at it, but I decided to give it a try. From then on, we worked together for years. Those are some of the fondest memories I have of him. Although we didn't always agree, we were quick to forgive each other and move on. I am convinced that the healing that happened a few years prior was the only reason we were able to work together for that long. Then in 2013, something terrible happened. Due to an unfortunate mix in medications and a miscommunication, he died of a brain bleed. It was just short of his 60th, 60th birthday. It has been just over 10 years since that terrible day. I miss him and I think about him all the time. The song, It Is Well, brings me great comfort because I found out the writer of that song also lost a few members of his family, but was still able to write this beautiful song out of his pain. When I sing this hymn, it brings me comfort to know that although I miss him now, it won't be long before I see him again. Thank you. And so we're going to sing It Is Well with My Soul together this morning. And uh, I invite you, if you're able, now to stand as we sing that together. When peace like a river attendeth my when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, Thou hast taught me to say, It is well, it is well with my soul, it is well with my soul, it is well, it is well with my soul. Satan should buffet, though trials should come, 
Let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded my helpless estate and hath shed his own blood for my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. My sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but the whole, is nailed to the cross, and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the soul it is well with my soul it is well it is well with my soul the day when the faith shall be sucked the clouds be rolled back as a scroll the trump shall resound and the shall descend even so it is well with my soul it is well with my soul it is well it is well with my soul. As we close and leave this place this morning, go with these words from Philippians 4. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all that you do, Remember the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all he's done. 
then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds everything we can ever understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Amen. I'm going to invite you to be seated, if you would, for a few moments. And I'm going to ask Joette if he would come as he has an announcement he needs to share with us this morning. Good morning once again. Um, I won't be very long, uh, but uh, I just need to take the time this morning to announce this. Um, I'm up here just to let you... I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> okay. Let's breathe. Um, just here to let you know that after four plus years of uh, being here um, in the position of a worship leader, um, I'm going to be stepping down. Um, so next Sunday, August 6th, uh, is going to be uh, my last Sunday leading here. Um, you know, I'll I already had uh, time booked off for, for the month. Um, it just works out then that next Sunday is going to be my last Sunday leading here. Uh, my family and I were moving to a new area and uh, starting a, a new chapter together. So um, I want to say... This is a lot harder than it should be. Um, I'm grateful for my time here. <sighs> grateful for my time here and uh, ministering alongside um, um, our many uh, faithful volunteers and ministering alongside you. It's been encouraging. It's been edifying. We went through a whole pandemic together, uh, three years. Um, you know, the Lord, the Lord had it all planned uh, that way that, you know, I should be here and that we should be here together to get through together. And I think we came out the other side stronger than before. Uh, getting to know you, it's been a great experience. And uh, praying for you all, it, it, it wasn't just a responsibility or a duty. It was, uh, it was a pleasure to do it. I loved to do it. And so, and, and just leading you and hearing your voices, um, it was the best. So um, over the past four and a half years, I've appreciated um, the, the comments, the emails, uh, everything, because it's helped me to develop as a ministry leader. You all challenged me to, to be better, to, to do better, and... Uh, I'm really thankful for, for your support um, and your encouragement uh, during the highs and the lows. Brielle wasn't born when I showed up here. Now she's going to be four, so we've been here for a little bit. Um, anyway, uh, we'll be moving in uh, probably just over a month, and uh, we'll miss you for sure. Uh, this has become home. In the meantime, uh, we just look forward to enjoying our final weeks here 
Um, and so I thank God for you, and I thank you for the blessing you've been to me, uh, to my family, um, and even the little details we've noticed. Uh, so, so thank you. Um, so anyway, I, was, I need to, to announce, announce this today. Um, next Sunday will be my last. So God bless you, and hope you have a lovely Sunday and a lovely week. Joel, my brother. You, uh, as a church, we will have an opportunity next Sunday to, to see you and your family off, and, and you're officially with us still till September 1st, but you have vacation time coming in there, and so that's why you, next Sunday will be your last one here with us. But we look forward to hearing the rest of your story someday, and maybe you'll have some things to share with us and tell us at that time. So take a moment and wish Joette and, and uh, Julia and the, and the children, wish them God's speed and God's blessing on them as they leave uh, our presence in time. But thank you, brother.